from page 47 of National Treasure's Book of Secrets, this is... on Roll Reroll. The Rook siblings head to Eureka, California for a strange new mystery, reported to the agency twice. A local fisherman is found drowned in the Eureka Marina. Does this hour-long drive finally count as the road trip Salem always wanted? After getting their bagel orders in, the siblings learn that local university student Becky Brunnell has gone missing. Salem does some magic to confirm the worst. At the wharf, the siblings meet local wino and boat owner Yvette Hilgert. The siblings aren't the biggest fan of Salem's biggest fan. Just as the siblings let their guards down, Enfield is drawn into the icy water and grabbed by something sinister. Find out how the rooks react to this chilling turn today on Roll Reroll. Let's kick the episode off with an Enfield flashback. You're drifting off to sleep when you hear it. A voice on the wind. A creak on the stairs. A bump in the night. Something's coming. So pull up your sheets. Say a prayer. And place a call to the Rook Agency. Enfield, you are floundering in the water, the weight of your equipment weighing you down as these powerful hands pull you deeper into the water. And your head, every once in a while, dips under the water, and the cold water gets in your mouth. You're holding your breath, but some of it gets into your your ears, to your mouth, to your nose, and that cold, salty uh, water is... Uh, filling all of your senses. And there's a fear there, a fear of being out of control, a a feeling you haven't had in a long time, uh, almost 20 years. And you're taken back to that night 20 years ago. You are a teenager. You are in a van, not unlike the van you own now, uh, except you're not in the front passenger seat next to Roan, you're in the back, and there are two people, a man and a woman, a woman, uh, sitting in the front, and they're driving. And the man is, is tall and, and muscular, and he's got hair that matches your hair, and he's got a white wisp through the hair, much like you have already at this age, much like your younger sister Salem has, and much like the two twin babies at home are expected to have. The woman has black hair. Uh, She is not born a Rook, but you know these people to be Jeb and Marianne Rook. You know them to be mom and dad. Uh, Marianne looks back at you and she says, Annie, you excited? Yeah. What was the what was the thing that ghosts are made of again? Uh 
Jeb looks back at you and he says, look at him. He's such a he's such a smart boy. Chip off the old block. It's called ectoplasm, Enfield. Ectoplasm. And don't <laughs> ectoplasm. You forget it. I'll never forget it. You guys are driving you guys are driving north, uh, up the coast, away from Ferndale. Uh, and it's afternoonish. Uh sun's going down. You find yourself uh at an old church right along the coast uh, and there's no other cars in the parking lot it looks like it's empty and the van idles to a stop there uh and mom and dad hop out of the van they open the back door and uh, jeb says all right enfield i want you to stick close but i want you to stay behind us okay and uh, marianne tussles your hair And she crouches down in front of you and she says, look, Annie, this is, this is an in and out thing, okay? These are regular ghosts, supposed to be spirits haunting this church, but they are docile. They're not violent. And we're just here to help them on their way. So we'll actually be able to see a ghost today? Well, if they want us to see them, they'll make themselves known. That's how they work. Sometimes sometimes they'll keep themselves secret. Sometimes they'll only reveal themselves to true believers. But keep your eyes out. Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, Enfield puts two rings with his... He makes two rings with his hands and puts them over his eyes. I'll keep an eye out. Uh, your dad comes around and he says, Those are good, but... Uh, these might be better. And he hands you what look like night vision goggles. They're about your size uh, that slip over your head. Uh, and there's a couple dials on the side. Listen, Enfield. Uh, I am absolutely astounded. Yeah, and you look through it and you can see things in different colors. Uh, blues and reds mostly. Uh, and your dad says, listen, Enfield, temperature is a ghost hunter's best friend. What you want to do is you want to look for cold spots. And that's how you know where they are. <laughs> you good, Sol? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You, uh, you're going uh, to be our eyes and ears, all right, Enfield? Yeah, I got your back. And then I'm just playing with the dials on the sides of the visor. I know you do. So you guys spend the next hour or so staking out the the area. You walk the parking lot. Your parents are very methodical. They've got uh, all kinds of equipment that they're using to scan the area. Your mom's got a camera that she is taking pictures with. Uh, and eventually you guys step inside the church. And the church is mostly empty uh, inside. And all of the pews are gone. There's um, plants that have grown uh, and light is streaming through these massive windows. It is actually a very beautiful but creepy atmosphere to be in. It's not particularly big uh, and so you're able to to walk up and down the the church pretty quickly. Hmm. Yeah, are you seeing anything Enfield? Uh, Let me look, let me look, let me look. Um, 
I just kind of run around in a couple of circles just looking for cold spots. Can you roll investigate a mystery for me? I'm concerned. Uh, six plus two, so eight total. Very nice. So, uh, I think you can ask the following question. Uh, anyone, one of the following questions. What happened here? What can it do? What is being concealed here? Um, I think I'm going to go with what is being concealed here. So you look around and you're not seeing anything that's registering as particularly blue on the the night vision goggles you're wearing. Uh, You scan up and down and you're comforted by the fact that there isn't anything here. And, And you turn and you look towards the door and that's when you see in the doorway outside uh, an ice blue shape in your goggles in the shape of a person. Uh, I point at it at the doorway. Is, is it the same doorway that we walked in through? Yep. There's one entrance, one exit. Uh, I point at the door- doorway and go, Mommy, Daddy! Your parents head spin around uh, and they look uh, and uh, your dad says, what do you see there, Enfield? There's a person. They're blue. They're standing right at the door. Enfield, that must be, uh, your mom says, that must be the, the temperature reading. I think, I think you're picking something up. And she starts cautiously moving towards it and she's got her, her hands raised in a in a a peaceful gesture, and she says, "We don't mean any harm. We're here to help." And your mom steps out into the parking lot, and she's outside. And your dad's standing, and he's waiting. And then he puts his hand on your shoulder, and he he kind of squeezes your shoulder, and he says, "Sit tight, Enfield. I'll be right back." And your dad steps outside. No, too. don't don't leave me alone. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be safe. You're safe in here. And he steps into the parking lot, too. What do you do? Um, did they pass the ghost? Like, is the ghost still in the doorway? or? No, so as they started approaching it, or as your mom started approaching it, it seemed to go, you know, away from the doorway. And your mom walked out into the parking lot. So you have lost sight of it. Uh, and your dad reaches the doorway too. And he looks back at you and he winks uh, and he steps into the parking lot. Um, I'm just going to kind of start panicking a little bit and just keep my eyes like darting around, looking for any sign of a ghost near me. And at the same time, like checking to make sure my parents are still like in line of sight of me. So it is dark outside, and eventually you do lose sight of them uh, as they go further and further away from the doorway uh, until, you know, pretty quickly you have lost sight of them completely. As you look around the room, can you roll Investigate a Mystery again? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, three plus two, so a five. Five, yeah. Um, so as you're looking around, your your head on a swivel, 
scanning the room for anything, you feel suddenly next to you, ice cold. Almost as if something is touching you on your shoulder. And then you hear a voice whispering in your ear. It's not safe. Ah, uh, I dart out of the church. I try and head in the direction of where my, where I lost all of my parents. So as you step into the parking lot, you see on the other end of the parking lot, your parents. And a third figure that you can see is uh, real. Not a ghost, not a, not a temperature reading, but it looks like there is a person standing there talking to them. And just by looking at them, you can see that something's wrong. Your parents have their hands up. Your parents are look like they're trying to calm the person down. Uh, and then whoever it is starts yelling. And you see something bizarre, something to this day that you cannot explain. You see what looks like a tear appear in the air. And even from where you are, you hear a faint humming sound, like a, like a broken electronic. And you get the smell of burning rubber. And then you see your parents, and it's dark, so it's hard to make out exactly what happens, but you see them, like water down a drain, swirl into this tear. And then it closes. Did I, I run to the exact spot where the chair is and just do as much as I can to see if like there's a heat signature. Um, is the, is the man that was with them there? No, he is gone. Uh, he turned and left as your parents were disappearing. And you get to the spot, and the temperature reading shows a very, very low temperature. Ice cold. And um, you hear the voice yeah. again on your right-hand side, and you feel that cold. But this time it feels almost comforting, even though it is cold. And you hear the voice again. It's not safe. Uh, I turn over to just look at what what said it. You see a the shape of of a a humanoid figure in your um in your temperature reader, and it slowly fades. Enfield, I think you spend I... the night. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I just I yell I just yell out for mom and dad just to see if they respond. Once I realize that they're not here, I'll just at the top of my lungs or you know start to break down. Yeah, I think I think you spend the night looking for them and and yelling for them and eventually fall asleep uh, in the van. Uh, and the next day, uh, you hear the sound of a car pulling up into the lot. 
and you see Gramps, and he runs over and he he looks around and he sees you by yourself and, and the tears on your face and he pulls you into a hug. And then next thing you know, you are coughing up water on, on the dock and your siblings are all around you and you're examining your leg and there are uh, suction cups, uh, markings all up and down your leg. And you realize where you are and that it's been more than 20 years since that church parking lot. And you're Enfield Rook and you're not that little boy anymore. You are ghost hunter extraordinaire. Yeah. I need a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, what what the fuck? <laughs> hey, what was the tear? Can you can you just can you just tell us what the tear was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you like to know? I want to yeah, know actually. No, what was no, that's, that what I, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Uh, you guys see Enfield there. He's uh, he's fine, uh, other than a couple of cuts on his leg. Um. So I have an ability, actually, called Occult Confidential. The first time in each mystery that I observe a monster, minion, or phenomenon in action. I may ask one question off the investigative mystery list. Sick. Oh, hell yeah. That is sick. <laughs> wow, <Wild> people <laughs> receipts. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the investigative mystery list. Following questions. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? <laughs> Dude, what was it going to do to me? <laughs> no, that's not my question. No. <laughs> They're all trying to kill us. <laughs> uh, I think, what sort of creature is it? Uh, or would I have gotten a glimpse of it? Or Yeah, I, I think that in the moment where you plunged into the water, you caught sight of it. Um Here's what I can tell you. It's not a creature that you've studied before. It's not a ghoul. It's not a mermaid. It's not a a ghost or a poltergeist or a spirit. Uh, it's some other entity altogether. One you don't recognize. It had, from what you could see, uh, a light on its head, much like an anglerfish. And it had thin, muscular, green arms. Uh, and on the hands were, at the tips of it, were suction cups. So it's not a specific type of creature that you can say it's this creature, but you got you got a good enough look at it in that moment where it thought it had you. Got it. Um, cool. I will give that information to the group in a second once I have dried off and warmed up. You are very cold. It is winter in Northern California, and you just took a dip in the Pacific Ocean. Your teeth are rattling in your head. Let's, yeah, let's, let's get you inside. Here's some fire to warm you up. 
and I just like you like a Charmander, but with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> roll weird. <laughs> roll use magic. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna make you roll for that. Uh, I, I think that's that's sufficiently benign. You're not doing it under I pressure. Wasted an, uh, yeah, I wasted an eleven on that. Oh no. Uh that feels amazing, Salem. Thank you. Here, let me help you. Uh let me help you get some of that water out. And I start slapping him on the back a little bit. <laughs> I uh I cough a couple of times, but like I'm I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> just making sure. Keep just hit him a couple more times, give him a really loud fuck. <laughs> You didn't inhale any water and feel <laughs> you're just getting smacked. <laughs> and then I'll put my my arm on my on his shoulder. I'm like, I got you, bro. <laughs> I'm coughing because he's smacking or she's smacking me so hard. Uh once we're inside and like I've got a little blanket over me, I've got my little like tea. Um You guys back I, at the I hotel. Just wanna, Oh yeah, uh, wow! You, you're you're jumping way ahead over right there. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you tell me. Are. We can we I can thought, yeah, let's to, we can cut. No, to yeah, let's 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 go back to let's go back to the hotel. Oh, I thought we would have like just gone into the wharf warfinger or something. Um, I just wanted to put out there if we are going to be leaving this location, Amity would probably. I mean, I, I would say we we can't just leave her here if there's like. This area is dangerous. There's a murder here by a creature. Uh, who's her? Yvette. Is is her name Yvette? Yeah, her name's Yvette. Amity, you see September. I gesture over my shoulder begrudgingly. You see September very calmly, her hands crossed behind her back, kind of leaning over the dock, looking into the water. Uh, I don't see anything here. I don't feel anything here. I mean, I know I don't know that, but what the hell does that mean? I look over at September and kind of like tilt my head suspiciously. She like raises one shoulder like, I don't know. Look, I mean, I guess you can warn her, but... If we're being honest, we'd probably be doing society a favor here. What? That that's our job, right? That's no to way to not talk let about people a get fan. killed to like stop these things. <laughs> I mean, I'm new to this whole thing, but I mean, I've started like like one mission before you, so I guess we have about the same experience. Although I will say the guy who's normally in charge and I throw air quotes up when I say in charge is injured right now. So I'd say I'm next in line. So <laughs> let's go. And I'll look, I'll look at, a, I'll look at a Enfield and be like, be like, right. Yeah. Like I'm next in line. Like, right, look, right. His, his teeth go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of zone out of this conversation. And feel chatter zone if I'm next in line. Chatter your teeth if I'm next in line. 
Uh, uh, I don't know, guys. <laughs> you heard the man. Uh, I, I mean, I look, look over at September. I'm. She is no longer looking at you, Amity. She is now facing the direction from which you came, like a pointer dog. Do you hear that? Do you guys hear something? Do I hear something? (laughs) Yeah, I think now that it's pointed out, you hear faint splashing. Can, Can we, like, can I, like, look around at the water and hear where it's coming from? Like, Sounds like it's coming from uh, near uh, the uh, Feisty Lobster. Which was Cyrus Van Roy's boat. Oh. Yeah, I guess we'll... Well, I mean, I get, we're, like, right, aren't we still kind of next to it? You, you ran up to where I think Enfield had started walking back uh, already. So you're, you know, like, a out of sight of it. It's not far. Probably get there in like five minutes. Oh. Less, like two minutes. Uh, I, I'll, I'll start going that way, I guess. I'm um, trying to help get Enfield up. Yeah, I'll, I'll shout back, get him in the van. And then <laughs> I'll, keep, I'll keep going. So the van's at the hotel, which is about 20 minutes away by foot. I don't know why I thought the van was here. <laughs> I completely forgot that I was the one. Roan was the one that said, let's, like, walk. let's walk. It's yeah. like when you go out to a bar and you're like, it's only 15 minutes away. It'll be fine. Then you know like, what? I, I stand by, get him in the van, and I keep going. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe you I help and feel up. I'm like, all right, let's, uh, let's yeah, get yeah, up yeah. here. And then I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Enfield, you're not free. You're not hypothermic. I mean, it's not like Arctic waters. You're just cold. Yeah, I think I'm also just um, yeah shaken, reminiscing. Yeah. Well, also like the the memory. Um, I'll start to like pick up, and I'll look back, and because I see Amity is helping Enfield, right? Yeah, like that, and so I'll, uh, Salem, you're not you're not quote unquote helping. I'm just observing. Yeah, are I'll you be, still warming with the fire? And I'll I'll like wave you over as I can. T- I'll like I'm gonna start kind of jogging to where I heard the splashing. I'll I'll what? I already I already kept going. Uh, so Rona, you're the first to arrive back at uh, the feisty lobster, and you look over at the feisty lobster, and you don't hear anything. And you look over at Yvette's boat, uh, the rosé cheeks, and uh, <laughs> you don't uh, you don't hear anything there either. Do I see any ripples in the water? Uh, no, you don't. I'm, I like scratch my head. I really, I really thought it came from over here. Hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll go. Uh, I'll just go knock on Yvette, like on like a part of the boat. Like, yeah. hey, um, 
it's 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 you know it's it's the family again just wanted to say we're we're taking off kind of like knock Da, 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 da. Hello? Nothing. Evil lady? I like... I get onto the boat now, onto her boat. And I'll look over the boat, like, kind of like, like the back of the boat, and more towards where the water, or whatever, on the boat, but looking at the water would be to see if, like, maybe she fell over or something. You look out into the water, and... You can see, you know, as you walk around the boat, you can see uh, her almost finished wine bottle. You see uh, a glass of wine knocked over on the deck of the boat. And looking out onto the water, uh, you see the shawl she had draped around her. She was in a a one-piece bathing suit despite the cold, but she had a shawl around her shoulder is floating in the water. Oh shit! And then I'll uh, I'll jump off the boat and I'll start running towards the wharfinger, uh, and I'm I'm calling nine one one on my phone. Nine one one, what's your emergency? <laughs> I I don't know why I wasn't I was not expecting <laughs> that voice. It could be it could be anyone. Okay, operating in the lines. So you don't know. <laughs> uh, at the marina someone's in the water send send someone eureka marina eureka marina eureka marina all right ma'am stay calm stay calm you said you're at the eureka <sighs> marina right yes can you tell me as calmly as possible what happened i don't know someone's in the water eureka marina Click. Or, I guess, tap on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you get back to the... Uh, I, Salem, in my you mind, just like, if, if you hang up, like, they just gotta send someone, you know? Yeah. Salem, were you just standing there uh, this whole time? Yeah. Okay. Um, what are the rest of you doing? Uh, if Enfield is, like, up and, like, stable enough, um... I mean, like turning them in, like, well, I want us to stick together and follow Roan. So I would try to make my way there if we're all ready. So as as you stand up, you get Enfield up, you see Roan charging back up the dock. I'm going to, like, run past them to, like, the Warfinger. And, be like, and I, as I'm running past, she's in the water. She's in the water. Who? Her, and I'm like, like pointing backwards at the boat. Oh crap, uh, Salem! I'm gonna. I might need your force field here. Uh, I grab Salem and head to the head to like the spot, or follow Roan. So Roan is headed towards the wharf finger building. Uh. Roan, you hop the fence pretty quickly. You get back to uh, the front door, and uh, it is locked. It is it is closing, uh, but you pound on it, and uh, you see Caleb Kaczynski stick his head out. 
and he points to his watch, and you see him mouth the words, we're closed. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, Saul the player is mad at this, by the way. I, this is <laughs> the audacity. No, uh, um, I get real mad. And uh, I, I take out. No, no, no. I won't take anything out. No, that's not. This is the way to do it. I'll just like bang on the door again, and then I'll like grab my nose, and like like do like a like a like a drowning motion, like and like kind of like thrashing around. You see him. He like rolls his eyes and he walks over slowly, not in any hurry whatsoever, and he opens the door. Ma'am, we're closed. Okay, great. Why don't you open up because there's someone in the water? What do you mean, someone in the water? She fell over. I don't know. One of your your tenants? Yvette? She was the only one out here. Oh, interesting. I said she was drunk, and you knew exactly who I was talking about. I, I, that surprised the point. <laughs> she, she's in, yes, she's in the water. I saw her shawl in the water. Oh, shit. Okay, not and again. And I heard splashing. He runs back inside. Not again. <laughs> he runs back inside, and, and he runs back out, this time holding um, a life uh, preserver. Uh, and he runs towards the dock. Uh, while this is happening, what are the three of you doing? Amity, Salem, and Enfield. I guess we're rushing towards her. Yeah, towards if there's like... Yeah, I want to make up an ability... Um, can I, uh, use, like, um, like, use my magic to determine, like, kind of like a sonar type of vision, where if I could see, like, within the water. You want, like, an echolocation, almost? Or, like, or, or, like, thermal imaging, or some, like, or just a way to detect life forms. So I think you can do like an echo. You can try to do like an echolocation almost. It's like a psychic blast that'll bounce off things and you can get a sense of what's in the water. Uh, but like you're going to gonna have to, to use magic to roll use magic to see if it works. I will do that. I hope it does because this spell sounds awesome. 11. 11. So you reach the uh, end of the dock uh, and you're standing there and you're concentrating uh, and you feel a pulse of magic radiate out from you uh, into the water and you aim it towards the water. And as it bounces off different items, it returns to you at different speeds and you're able to get a sense of what the landscape under the water looks like. And it bounces off things like the legs of the dock, the hulls of the boats, uh, a very light bounce back from the shawl floating on the surface, uh, small fish, it bounces back from small fish, and then a very large, almost human-sized something moving very swiftly away, almost in response to the pulse. With general vicinity, like... It's going out to sea. Are there any, like, personal small craft? Uh, These are all, like, boats that belong to people, so there's no, like, 
motorboat or anything that's that's tethered here. It's not that kind of a a marina, unfortunately. It, it's not like it, it's like a kind of boat that you could spend a day out at sea on, and sometimes people live on their boats and the like. It's it's these are like bigger boats, so it's not small. Boats Did we like take that. the lobster out in a reasonable amount of time to go get her? Uh you could try. All right. I've located her using an ability I have, but she's kind of far out. Why don't we take one of those boats? Maybe she left her keys in if she was hanging out. Should we I check mean, her boat? It's worth a shot and we could go get her. Let's see if we can get this thing started. I'd like to try to find the keys if we can for. You're checking her boat for the keys. The rose cheeks. Yes, I am. So as you guys hop on to the. Uh, the rose cheeks and you scramble around, it takes you a couple minutes, but you do eventually find uh, the keys to the boat. Let's turn this bad boy on. Anybody know how to drive one of these things? I say as I'm trying to get the keys in there to start it. I did once on my show, but I had (laughs) stagehands help me. But I think I'm all we got. Uh, You hear September say to you, Amity, you hear September say to you, I used to be quite the sailor. And she's sitting there, she's like examining her nails and she's like sitting next to the the tipped over bottle of wine. Real helpful, I say, as I uh, move over and I'm kind of, I'm running out to get the ropes off the dock so that we can drive the ship off. Uh, As you're doing that, running down the dock comes Caleb and running behind Caleb is Roan. Uh, and you see Caleb holding a, a life preserver. He says, all right, where is she? Where'd she go? I point in the general vicinity. What do you say? That, that, around where, I don't see her. I don't see her. He's like looking around. Trust me. Trust me. <sighs> all right. And he like unbuttons his shirt and he takes the life preserver and he jumps in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Wait, before he does that, I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, wait. Um, you you can't get in there. What do you mean? I thought she's... You said she's in the water. Yeah. Save her from up here? Listen, if this is some kind of a prank, I'm, I'm going to call the police. Um, And I'll, well, I'll like really look over at, at, at my siblings. And I'm like, sh- just, we think a shark took her. I cock my head. <laughs> sharks? We don't have sharks here. Do we? Their population has been exploding because of global warming across the California coast. I so. did hear. I did read an article about that. <laughs> how many minutes does it yeah, take yeah, to New drown? Yorker, by the I way, uh, how many say, minutes does it take to drown? <laughs> is that what you said? Hey Google. Time is a factor, man. Uh, he says, "Okay, um, listen. I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to get in the water, um, or." Someone come up with a better idea because I, I don't see her. And if she's in there and he sees the shawl, he says, oh, 
shoot. All right, I'm getting in. And he uh, get on the boat. Get on the boat, and we'll get her because she's far out. Correct? She's far not within a reasonable swimming distance. At this point, you don't know uh, because your pulse is done. It was like an instant thing, and whatever it was was moving away. Um, I turn on. I try to turn on the boat. It starts. All right, boy. If you know how to drive this thing, help us. All right. Okay. Shit. I don't know if this is a good idea. Um. All right. And then he gets behind the wheel. He comes on around to the boat. Uh, point me. Where Where are we going? I point where where I got the ping. He starts the the boat, and he. I mean, the ping wasn't from that far off when you pinged. Uh, he takes the boat out maybe thirty, forty feet from dock, uh, from the dock. Yeah, I do another like ping around. Roll, roll, uh, use magic. Uh, 10. Uh, you ping out, uh, again, and it goes its distance. And it's bouncing off similar things. Uh, it's bouncing off fish. Uh, you're not that far from the dock, so you get the reverb from the dock. Uh, but you don't get a bounce back from whatever this large creature or object was that moved away from you. I don't see her. I don't see her. How do how do we know where she was? I like look around at them. Head in that direction again. Keep on going because that's the last I sensed her. Listen, she's not that fast a swimmer, okay? If she's anywhere, she's going to be here. And he's like looking around Something and he's like leaning her away. over the dock. What do you mean something Some, pulled, something her, pulled away? her away? I don't know. Some creature. Because not that long ago, I detected her. But while we were dilly-dallying. He turns around and he squares up to you guys. And he says, you're not telling me everything. And something's going on. This is an emergency. What is happening? If you don't tell me right now, I'm getting in the water or I'm calling 911. I'd like to use one of my moves. There's a creature here. And it's not necessarily a shark. I uh, I show him my leg. Wait, David wants to use a move. Oh, uh, no! You you can show the leg. I, Enfield's gonna show some leg. <laughs> Enfield, you flash some leg, and Caleb looks at it and he says, "What what am I looking at?" Whatever grabbed her grabbed me. It was strong enough to pull me off the dock and keep me in the water. Roll manipulate someone. But I'm telling the truth. <laughs> it's part of it. <laughs> Nine plus one, so ten. Ten. Okay. Nice. Uh, so he will. He, he believes you. Uh, the the leg you showed is enough. Um, he doesn't necessarily believe it's not a shark. He doesn't know what it is, um, but he says. I'm not going to keep this up all day, but I'll take the boat out a little bit. And if we don't find her, we are going back to the dock and we are contacting the authorities. Are we agreed? Aren't they're already on their agreed. way? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I did call them. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say that. I, you know, I, I did call them. I mean, how responsive are they to, uh, a, <laughs> 
a loud woman saying, there's someone in the water and hanging up. Yeah, it's about 50-50 here. And he uh, he kind of pushes the boat forward. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's kind of slowly driving the boat uh, around the uh, marina. Uh, Amity, were you saying something? Um, no, that, that, that's passed. You succeeded on your thing, so I didn't need to use my move. Um, I am though going to go out on the boat, like toward the bow, um, the front. And I want to try to look out and away from the others. I want to call to September. September. Hey. She appears, uh, floating in the air like off the boat and she's standing there. Yep. What's up? Where is she? Can you, can you see her? Do you know where it took her? You know, I mean, my eyes are as good as yours and it's getting dark. Uh, Your ears are better than mine and you heard something. I mean, I don't think you want this new friend. She's, She's pretty annoying, but we'd really like to keep her alive if we can. All right. Okay. She kind of floats out a little bit past uh, the the bow of the ship. And Andy, I think you know by now she can never get too far away from you. Um, by her choice or by your choice. Um, so she gets kind of to the end of, of whatever that tether is. and. You can see her one eye closed, face scrunched up. And then she appears again next to you. I don't hear anything. Are we too late? I look out along the water. Is there like a flashlight on board the ship that I could have grabbed? Yeah, I think you can find a flashlight on the boat pretty quickly. I I take it. I'm just like pointing at the water, like looking for something. Like I'll go up next to him. Anything? No, we have, we have to keep looking. I mean, I know I said she'd be you know, we'd be doing society a favor, but I mean, I was kidding. I, I never want, wish this on anyone. Oh man. And I just kind of like slump and I'll, I'll like walk back. Salem, are you going to say something? In my pings, I didn't detect the the monster that Enfield encountered correct uh you you pinged on something the first time something big moving that was the human humanoid okay fair so it could be the creature it could be yvette we probably left yvette back at the dock wouldn't you have wouldn't he have sensed or sorry wouldn't salem have sensed it was it was big so I, I mean, I, I think that you got the sense that whatever it was not, it was abnormally shaped. 
this creature, this thing. Almost as if it was carrying something as it moved. Got it. So it was it wasn't it was one amalgamation of a signal, not like two separate distinct Exactly. Got it. Okay. Just I, I just wanted to clarify on that. Uh I'm gonna walk over to Caleb as he's staring. How he's... much longer do you wanna keep looking? I don't know. I'm I'm about ready to, to head back. Uh you sure she fell in? Can I do one more pain? Roll? How uh, how sure are you? She's in the water. We heard the splashing. You saw the shawl. You saw the drinking. Shit. All right. Uh, yeah, Salem. You can do one more. Use magic uh, as uh, he turns the boat around. Eight. Uh, on a mixed success, choose a glitch. The effect is weakened. It is of shorter duration. You take one harm. It draws immediate unwelcome attention, or it has a problematic side effect. I kind of want the unwelcome attention. Because if it's gonna if it draws it out here, we could fight it potentially. Well, you don't know what uh, unwelcome attention it draws. You don't know if it's the creature, if it's a person, if it's something else. It it's a glitch, right? So it's not not something you can use yeah. as bait. Okay, fair. Um, I think there's there's the what was the one before shorter duration? Uh, weekend. Oh, let's do that. So you're. Pulse goes out, and you're a little drained from the two previous attempts, and so you can even feel that as it bounces out of you, that it's not going to go as far. Uh, And it reaches the end of its uh, reach, and as it bounces back, you get nothing. I kind of get a frustrated howl. Not a howl, but you know what I mean? Like, ugh! Alright, y'all. I'm uh, I'm turning it around. Yeah, it's best we do that. He takes the the boat back, and, and as you get back to its dock, you can see already the uh, flashing lights in the parking lot of the marina. You know, it it just occurred to me, we just took the missing person's boat out. I think the police might have some questions for us. Caleb shakes his head and says, (laughs) yeah, I, (laughs) I don't like the look of that. Yeah, I mean, just tell them mm. the truth. We have well, we have proof that something attacked. I point at Enfield's leg. Well, I mean, I'm like looking at Enfield. I'm like, what's protocol here? I mean, 
clearly yet let this normie in on the secret. I mean, who else are you going to tell? It's okay to mention the monster, but don't say anything about the agency. As far as they're concerned, we were citizens trying to help someone. I'm assuming you say this out of your shot of, of Caleb. Oh, I assumed you said this in your shot of Caleb, by the way. Uh, did you not? Well, we also kind of mentioned earlier to Caleb. Well, yeah. well that's that's why I, I did my thing. I did my thing in front of him, and I actually yeah. pointed at yeah. him. Then you, then like, you say it in front of him. He, he, didn't, he didn't react to it. He's kind of contemplating what's going to happen now when you <laughs> have to deal with the police. Um, I think as you guys, you know, dock the boat, Caleb's pretty quick about it. You step onto the dock, you walk back to the parking lot, and the, there's uh, one police cruiser uh, here, uh, and there is a a cop who's kind of looking through the doors of the wharf finger, trying to see if anyone's inside. Uh, and Caleb says, uh, Officer! Officer! Uh, and... A uh, woman walks over uh, with her flashlight out. Caleb? Uh, And Caleb goes, Val, (laughs) great to see you. Uh, Listen, you better come inside. And uh, he opens the door and uh, leads the way. And, And Val eyes you all up and down. Enfield takes in your still soaking demeanor. Uh, and you guys get inside, and uh, Caleb leads you guys to a conference room uh, further uh, inside the wharf finger, past where you guys were earlier. Uh, and he says, uh, coffee for anyone? Uh, and Val says, why don't we get yes, to... please. Why don't we get to brass tacks first? Uh, is someone in the water? Do we need to be... We shouldn't waste any time. And she looks at all of you. Someone was in the water, but they might have drifted out to sea. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go call this in. And she kind of runs, jogs back to her car, and Caleb says, "Copy." And Amity he, grabs a cup. And I raise my hand. Drinking. He, he goes and gets you guys like little styrofoam cups of cheap uh, coffee, and. Uh, Val comes back, uh, walks back into the room and says, All right, from the top, um, what the hell happened here tonight? Hey. David here. Thank you for listening. Roll Reroll is recorded remotely. We're staying safe and we hope you are too. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please remember to rate and comment. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Roll Reroll. Theme song by our good friend Ilnij. Check him out on Twitter at YT. Episode beats by Mikoil. You can find him on SoundCloud. The Rook Agency theme music is by Fezlian Studios. You can find all their links in the show notes. 
And finally, if you enjoyed listening and want to help us keep the pod running, the best thing you can do is tell a few friends about the show. We're creating and producing the show ourselves, so word of mouth is our best way to let people know about it. Also, if you'd like, consider buying us a coffee on coffee.com slash rollreroll. That's ko-fi.com slash rollreroll. All donations will go toward the pod. Thank you so much. Have a good one.